0: Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Metallica turned into a circus actor. Ellie Sucks! Can I say something that I think is bullshit? Dirt food, would Yes, we sell out. you guys He also told me he was on acid. Yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was going to fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in fucking Durham, smoking hash through the ground. This is Phil Toll, and you're listening to PAN Podcast for All. Welcome back to Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Dude. Um, uh, um, uh, this week has been a whirlwind for me. Yeah, you've put on some miles this week. You know, we talked to Bob from Chicago last weekend. I didn't even think I would be at Aftershock this week. That's how much of a whirlwind my schedule's been. Think about that. You got so much going on that you have a full-on festival that you didn't even didn't even realize about. I was on a six-day trip flying for god knows how many hours and how many miles and just timed it right where i was in sacramento on friday night i literally walked in the door in florida an hour ago i had to tell you dude give me an extra 15 minutes because i literally just walked in after a week on the road yeah i suppose you probably need to unpack take a shower unwind you know i haven't even showered yet man we're just (laughs) we're we're ready to record i smell like airplane i smell like the terminal was that tom hanks (laughs) tom hanks yeah he lived in the terminal yeah we don't like him anymore yeah we're not a big fan of his but you know it would be interesting to try and uh see i'm surprised some youtuber hasn't tried to like recreate that in the actual terminal yeah like all right we're gonna live we're gonna live in a terminal for a week and see what happens see how many times we get kicked out of here blah 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 like (laughs) shit would go viral real quick if you lived in a terminal where do you think you'd you'd camp out at what would be your go-to what airport uh, airport or where would you hide? What restaurants would you hit up? I gotta say, even though I'm not a huge fan of the state I live in, we have a pretty decent airport here. MSP is not bad. I agree with that. it's, it's is solid. It, there, it's laid out, you know, fairly straightforward, and there's actually quite a few places that I feel like you could get away with hiding there. Just think of all the restaurants and bars you could you could rock that for a good week. Oh yeah, you could just up and down, just you know. Buy a couple shirts at the gift shop at the Hudson News, and we're good to go. <laughs> Dude, I'm impressed you know Hudson News. Oh, come on. You know I've put some miles on in my life. That's a go-to for most airports. That are the uh, CSNBC store. Yeah, yeah. Yep, been there plenty CNBC, of times. CNBC, sorry. CNBC, yeah. That's where you get a Pepsi for about $8. Yeah, that's just when you're thirsty and you need like some beef jerky and a Gatorade or a soda. A Soda. Soda. Dude, it's uh, season six, episode one. Our seasons fall in line with the seasons of the calendar. Summer has wound up. The leaves are falling. Yep. I saw Minneapolis was in the 40s the other night. Yeah, it's actually pretty chilly outside right now. I want to say it's somewhere in like the mid to low 50s, somewhere. 56 right now. Dude, the other night, Sacramento aftershock. Metallica went on 49 degrees. Wow. Wow. It was a little chill during the intro to Whiplash. I know from past experience in playing outdoor festivals, when your fingers get cold, that's the worst. I'll take playing 110 degrees outside yes. any day over cold. It is That's the worst. I think playing drums is easier in the cold than it is playing guitar. Yeah, my fingers don't want to work. Whenever we play Tribute Fest, it always seems like it's chilly when we go mm-hmm. on stage. We're right on the water. It's the end of summer, so of course we're used to warm weather, and by the time I get up on stage, I feel like I have ice cubes for fingers. I was wearing my red hashtag WANA shirt at the Aftershock show, and I was glad I had my World Magnetic Tour coat, because now everyone around me in t-shirts had to look like, holy fuck is this chilly, and I'm like... I think I planned right for once. Right. Them Californians, they don't they don't know that type of weather. And you may live in Florida now, but you will Dude. always know what it's like to deal with the cold. Northern California is chilly on October 8th. Dude, we're recording this on Sunday night. If you think about it, they're playing right now. Oh, yeah, I suppose, because it's 830 there. Tonight's uh, Black Album Night. So speaking of, they played Black Album tonight. What was the set list like? I'm not going to complain, but I will have to say I was a little disappointed. It was, it was identical except for one song slot, and I think you know which one that was. I think I know. I got a video, and I was, I was pretty <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> oh, Jeff, tick 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 tock of flurry. <laughs> you know, it's only a matter of time before they bring out a couple Saint Anger songs. I think now it's gotten to the point where it's, it's nostalgic now. You know what I mean? I was, I was excited, dude. You know, if you and I or any of our listeners heard Frantic right now, you could name that tune in one second. Oh, absolutely. When it's in a live setting, it takes four or five seconds to register what's going on when something rare gets played. You're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. He's got out the purple snake bite. Something's going on here. I was just going to say that the uh, the purple, you know, what is it, the baritone? Yeah, yep. The purple comes out. And James's banter going into it was, "It's everyone's favorite album. Here we go." And I thought, "Please don't play something off of Lulu." Oh God! In all seriousness, when he said someone's favorite album, I thought it was going to be something off of Hardwired, something new. Yeah, playing like Dream No More or something with the lower. Yeah, tune. and the Frantic was in the um, now that we're dead slot from uh, Louisville. Hey, I'd much rather hear Frantic live. So nuts, nuts and I was standing right next to Jason Garkowski and his Lady Val. Yeah. And we both had this look like... It's just when you see someone live, it's like, I know that song, but it's taken me a couple seconds to register what the fuck it is. Right, because you're just trying to process the fact that they're even playing something that obscure, if you will. No images, no, no red fist like we're used to seeing on the stadium tour on the video screen. Yeah. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, holy fuck, they're playing frantic. And then the... What do you call that that angel, St. Anger thing? What, like from, the... From the insert? Yeah, it's like the... Uh, you know what I it's, mean? Like, yeah, it's like the monster that's being wrapped around in some kind of noose or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. We need to name that thing. Yeah. It, how has that not been named yet? Dude, think about that, how iconic that is, and we don't have a name for it. Come to think of it, and it's in the movie, obviously, some kind of monster. Yeah, I don't... The scum monster. I don't know. <laughs> Phil? (laughs) Yeah, Phil. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) Phil. You are... Phil 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 the mummy. Phil is the some kind of monster. (laughs) So about 15, 20 seconds into Frantic, that starts to like slowly appear on the video screens. Yep. But yeah, when... Jason and I looked at each other at the same time like, fucking Frantic, bro. (laughs) It's interesting that they decide to to bring that out, and it makes me wonder if they're going to throw in a song from St. Anger on the 40th. In a festival setting, I was not expecting... Frantique. How did they play it? Because obviously they they don't ever play that song like hardly ever. So you gotta imagine that there might have been a little bit of a little bit of rust there. It sounded pretty decent. Played very well. I don't mean to disappoint people in Louisville, but they sounded ten times better in Sacramento on Friday night than they did in Louisville the whole weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean. Louisville must have been the uh, knock some dust off our boots here. Knocked the rust off, and I was right in front of the soundboard. Big Mick is still not back with him. He's still sick in England. Oh, wow. So, but the sound vastly improved. I don't know if production-wise, sound-wise, I don't know what happened, but it sounded 10 times better. You had that kick drum in your chest that you didn't have in Louisville. It's just all around better everything. So they did black and creep to end again? No, it was... Or was that the black album night that they did that? Correct. That's oh, okay. what they'll probably do okay. as we're speaking right now. Oh, okay. Right, right. They ended with Battery Fuel Seek. Man, I like Fuel at the end. I, I think it's cool that they're finally bringing it towards the end of the show rather than the second song slot. And those last three songs, he's using the white Electra. Oh, right, yep. That I mean, the Old school Electra. It's... uh replica version of the no it's the actual one yeah <laughs> the actual one i'm pretty sure i remember barely, it. barely working yeah he's like he go, yeah because he was, he was re, i think he was recording with it on what was it magnetic or, or hardwired one of them and i remember in an article he's like man he was tracking with this thing he goes if you so much as bend the neck too much it'll go out of tune, go out of tune. <laughs> if you set it down wrong it will like spring a leak right <laughs> that's an iconic lo- guitar oh dude but I like how that Electra is a replica of it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it looks exactly like I'm pretty pretty sure ESP is the one that, that made that replica, which kind of surprises me that, you know, with Kirk having the Gibson custom line coming out, that James hasn't done something with Gibson yet. I mean, he's been exclusive to ESP, and he's owned how many Gibsons, and he's had how many iconic Gibsons. Like, I would have thought that they would have done the Iron Cross through Gibson rather than ESP that'd be fucking that's a good point to see the, like the the og gold cross yeah with otis on and engraved yep. like to see an actual like reliced one now granted it'd probably be like fifteen thousand dollars for that guitar but sure fuck that would be amazing speaking of new axes dude uh kirk's black sparkle oh. jackson yeah the uh the road cool style, the road style ESP. Yeah, it's kind of got the Alexi uh, Lalageo body style because it's a little bit different than the roads, but very, very close. I like it. No Floyd on it. I might have to get one. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, if Jeff sees this, knowing how much he likes his Jackson and how much of a nightmare he has with Floyd, with Floyd Roses, he, he <laughs> might fucking buy this one. I, I think I might. It's going to be a be in- solid go-to guitar. Well, and it's going to be interesting to see when that guitar comes out and they're doing their next tour cycle or festival cycle or whatever it is that they're doing, what he is choosing to play. Like, is he only going to play it on Saboteur or is he actually going to play it throughout the set? You know what I mean? I've never been a fan of sparkle finish guitars. I mean, coming from me, that has two sparkle drum kits, very sparkly drum kits, (laughs) right? I have them for a reason, but sparkly guitars with that finish, you know, how he came out with those red and yellow kind of V's last year. They're ESPs. Yeah. Like not a fan of those. I'm not a fan of those, but when I saw that black sparkle, the black sparkle. Yeah. The black sparkle. It was in the ESP tent. Yep. I'm like, dude, that's, that is a badass look with that dark finish. I agree, and I wasn't a huge sparkle fan either until I saw the purple and red sparkle that came out a few years ago, and that's when I was oh, the like, Ouijis. "Well, yeah." Well, and then just like his regular purple sparkle too, like, yeah. When I when I saw that, I was like, "That's I really like that." And normally, I would not go for that type of color either. Well, he's got to match those sparkly Converse shoes he's got, dude. Right, and that sparkly <laughs> drum kit. James and Rob just need to follow suit, and they all just need to sparkle on. So I'm not going to say names because he's going to be on the podcast in a few weeks, but I'm referring to the big-ass collector in Las Vegas that we've both met. Right. We went to have dinner. uh, This was yesterday morning at 2 in the morning after the concert. Mm -hmm. By the way, in Sacramento, uh, during rush hour traffic to go 20 miles an Uber was $87. Uh what <laughs> uh, just wait after the concert, you know when Uber drivers can really jack up the price for special events, yeah, so this individual from Vegas and I walk out of the show together, and along with the other thirty thousand people waiting for ride shares, yeah, to get back to my hotel twenty four minute drive two hundred and twenty seven dollars. What the fuck? So we both said, "Um, fuck Uber, let's go grab some takeout and uh, let's eat and wait for the rates to go down for a couple hours <laughs> literally i would I no way fuck that dude it was it was insanity. People were paying that shit too to get out of there. It was a busy area right off of Interstate five and Sacro, and I was like, no." I, I know at times you got to pay money for convenience, but I'm like, I'm not paying $200 for a 20-minute ride, bro. Right, like convenience is That was is more one than thing. the concert ticket. Right, exactly. I was going to say, convenience is one thing, straight-up highway robbery. They're, them Uber yeah. drivers are looking at you going, and I'm asking how much you got. <laughs> no, no, I'm asking how much the repairs are. <laughs> and I'm asking how much you got. Okay. What are we? never heard of no one so shit all stupid as you driving off that road you must have got manure for your brains yeah well i'm from out of town so what's the bill <laughs> come on come on come on how much how much you got no no i'm asking how much the repairs are i'm asking you how much you got you're out of your mind Look, I don't have time to play around, okay? So how much is it? All of it, boy. What does your sheriff think of your business practices? <laughs> what does your local sheriff think of this practice? <laughs> yeah, <and> he, flips, <laughs> he flips open the badge. <laughs> <laughs> just think about this. That Uber, if I would have got into it, right. was more than the concert ticket. And when I think of my ticket, I got to see Skillet. I was just about to ask you the other bands that you saw. <laughs> Yeah, I got about there. I landed at, like, noon. By the time I got to the hotel and got out of my monkey uniform, it was 3 o'clock by the time I got there. Right. Skillet, Seether, Dropkick Murphys was pretty impressive. I've heard that they put on a really fun show. They got a new record out. Dude, It's they they are way better live than I thought. I thought I'd be kind of bored for 55 minutes watching that. Yeah, that, uh, like, Irish punk slam dance music, whatever you want to call it, like... They got real bagpipes. Yeah, I mean, they... That's legit. I've heard that they're they're really fun. So think about my, my concert ticket. Seether, Skillet, Dropkick, Rancid, yep. Volbeat, and Metallica. I mean, that right there, that's... Pretty uh, solid. That's a solid lineup. And I only got to go for one day. So for 140 bucks, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. That's definitely worth it. And then think of $220 in the back of a rusted-out Toyota Corolla. mm Mm-hmm. That smelled. That smelled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know have what? You ever, if, have you ever thought about being an Uber driver instead of a driving instructor? No, absolutely not. Would never do it. Okay, no, I couldn't do it. That's it's, I. I have nothing against Uber drivers. God bless no, you I, all. I but give them credit. They're, they're they're glorified taxi drivers, which I just couldn't do that. But I will say, so the Uber driver. There was a couple of them that we had when Amanda and I went to Vegas, <laughs> and we get mm-hmm. into one of them. And the guy, he's got, like, a cord going to the back seat that's got, like, an extension with every single type of plug-in so you can charge your shit. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's like it, a limo. Yeah, and then he had fucking, <laughs> he had it on the back of his seat. There was, like, this, like, little, like, I don't with even know what it was. With There was Yeah, and it was, like, fucking suckers. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And you know what? I don't see it anywhere else, but you go to Vegas, and that, you know, they're like, all right, here you go. <laughs> So oh, you're drunk. You take... want a blow pop? You know when you go into like some fancy club and there's some dude in there that's ready to hand you the paper towel after you wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's how these people set up their Ubers. And literally, they're like, "Oh, we hey, got would... blow pops. We got we got uh, Trident. We got juicy fruit. We got Mentos. W- would you like <laughs> uh, Would you like some gum or a squirt of cologne before you go into that smoky casino, sir? That's about what it was. <laughs> before you go, breathe in some oxygen. Dude, we're talking about frantic, and now we're talking about Uber uh, necessities I or mean, accessories. Accessories, yeah. <laughs> necessities and accessories. I mean, hey, Ubers, they they help out a lot. And at Aftershock, it clearly seems that they were trying to help you out or help they themselves. Making, they were making a killing. Anywhere, anyway, when we were hanging out with our guitar collector from Vegas, mm-hmm. we decided to go get some takeout. Go back to his place before I grabbed an Uber. He was pretty close to the venue. Okay. I, I left his place at like 3 a.m. and then Uber was finally back down to like 35 bucks. Yeah, normal price. But he, I hate to spoil this because we're going to have him on in a few weeks. He we can is, give a little teaser. We can. He is very good friends with a gentleman named Kirk Hammett. Mm, never heard of him. He said in his recent discussions with Kirk that Kirk is getting ready to retire and this Almost made me cry. It's going to make you actually cry right here on a podcast for all. What? Kirk's getting ready to retire? Retire what? Himself? His Jackson V's. All of them. You're speechless. I can see you right now on Riverside.fm. Well, uh, wow. now I have to retire mine, too. (laughs) Dude, think about... How iconic a Jackson V or a Rhodes has been in Kirk's life, and and, and oh yeah, already come to an end because the Sparkle's coming out now. No, that makes me not like the Sparkle again. <laughs> Dude, when did the Jackson come into the show? Puppets tour, Pup- maybe Lightning? Yeah, and the Lightning early puppets. Yeah, and it stayed was like, with that was like ever after since. The, that was like after the original V. That's, I was surprised. That's crazy. I so a friend from Vegas talks quite a bit with Kirk and Kirk's like, Yep, Black Sparkle is out now. It'll be available soon. It, it actually is gonna be produced. So it is gonna be the sad but true guitar then. If the very well could be. So you're classic Kirk Hammett, just like the double just like the double cut hardtail weird red guitar that he had out. True. Only someone as famous and as iconic as Kirk Hammett can put out a signature guitar that he uses for one song. It was not detuned. It was not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would love to see him come out and actually use that guitar throughout the Just set a think, little bit. Right now, as we're talking, it could be used tonight on "Sad" since it's black album Sunday night. I mean, I would hope that he would finish out the rest of the year with the with the Jackson, with the OG, especially at the fortieth. So yeah, he's like, dude, don't time. don't come on out with a new guitar. If anything for 40th. that that 40th, I don't want to see any new guitars. I want to see nothing but the 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 ones that are iconic and that we want to see. You know, I want to see Kosh. I want to see Mummy. I want to see Ouija. You know, right? Black Les Paul. I you know, I don't want to see any of like the monster guitars. Not that I don't like them, but I feel like we need the iconic ones at that show. You know what I mean? I fully agree, and you got to wonder what's happening. But our friend from Vegas talks to him quite a bit and says those have been so beat up over the years, over their, you know, millions of billions of miles that they're getting retired. I was like, wow, that's some good information. That is some really good info. Kind of sad, dude. When you said retired, I was like, what, Kirk is going to retire? For a second, I didn't know if I was going to get scared or if I was like, oh, shit, dude, maybe I should go try out for Metallica. (laughs) Kirk's retiring. I think you can make the cut. Hey, at least one show. Can I just get one show to, to let let them see my true potential? <laughs> <Just proof. laughs> the only songs that would doom you in a audition I don't mean to throw you under the bus, but I think you'd agree with these. I, I, if you showed up and they said all right, Jeff. We're playing Stone Cold Crazy, the day that never comes, and the intro to Sanitarium. I think you would just walk out. <laughs> Sanitarium, I can do just fine. I it used to be my <laughs> kryptonite. I, I've said for years now, Sanitarium is good. Stone Cold. I don't know what it was. That song just kind of threw me for a little bit. It's not even a tough song either. And it's like, it's it's just the solo because I feel like I always play the wrong solo first, and then I play the like I play the the second one first and the first one second like i always just i do something weird with it i don't know why but that's odd i don't know what happens there and I say, wow, you know, the, dude. and you know, it's funny because the day that never comes, I did a playthrough video of the intro, played it. That's just, true. That's true. And I play it just fine. But then if we tried to play it live, I bet you I would, I'd fuck that intro up. No, you no. recovered. I, I forgot about that preview video you did, so you, you, you redeemed yourself. But I would still agree with your statement of because even though I feel strongly about Sanitarium under the pressure, I right. end up fucking it up. What do you think my three would be? Oh, Cryptic Night. man i don't know like i wanted like obviously i would i'd be like oh Dyer's eve but that's that would be everybody's that's Lars's kryptonite um i don't know i mean you play all the songs pretty straightforward and something that we play on a regular basis what do you think would be my three that i'd be like if they told me this is your audition with these three i'd be like it's it's gonna be close, but there's there's a couple hiccups. The Justice medley, <laughs> just because <laughs> just because of the first stab situation. Oh, that was brutal. Um, to clarify, everyone, we were playing the Justice medley, but I thought we were playing the full version of Blackened during the second part of Blackened in the medley. Isn't that how that went? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we went just kept oh, that going. Was brutal. Ah, whatever. There was only a thousand people there sold out hey you know what there you go that counts as the answer because the justice medley has multiple songs in it there we go boom done deal i'd say justice medley and there's a part there's a part towards the end of one where the four of us we recover within a millisecond, but there's always <laughs> <laughs> like just right where it like somewhere it starts in there, teetering we're... on the edge. of, Somewhere like... it gets busy and those <laughs> 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 aren't always together. You and I are off, baby, by one. I don't really think people notice it, but you you know the part I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know exactly the part you're talking okay. about. Okay, okay, it's gone on for years like that. Right. Hey, you know what? We can make this really easy. We all know that Pizzle song would be Clover that he'd fold under pressure. So. Yeah, it's that A no bro. Bang. <laughs> Dude, I got to bring up something. We haven't talked since we just played Fort Wayne, Indiana in, in Cincinnati. Hey, that Fort Wayne show was fun. Solid. It was very now, solid. The fun part about Fort Wayne is we opened with Bread Fan. We did open with Bread Fan, and because I was so angry about it. <laughs> Let it be known, people. For the first time. In almost a decade. Jeff, I've known you like 9.4 years. Yeah. And we together. I'm estimating we've played three to four, probably four hundred shows. Oh day. yeah, we all around the world. This is the first time <laughs> that Ecstasy of Gold ends, and there's only three band members on stage for the intro <laughs> to Bread Fan. <laughs> what oh, the fuck were you doing? I was getting, I was getting changed. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, your friends are here. Jamie. changed, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that shit on TV. What are you... I don't want motherfuckers seeing me getting changed. Earned you know what I'm saying? I'll be pulling his goalie. Girl, pulling what goal the, goal the fuck motherfuck- are you doing, J Rock? I was getting changed, motherfucker. Changed my ass. You, you fucking knocking, it. motherfuckers? <laughs> Next thing I know, and I come outside, and I'm like, what the fuck? They're... I already hear you guys like playing the first verse, and I'm like, what is? Dude. Bill standing there with my guitar, and he's like, dude, dude. what's going on? I was like, what is Chris didn't want to start the riff and I'm like, No, start it. He'll this this will teach him. (laughs) He'll learn. uh, That'll learn me. (laughs) Oh my God. I came running up on stage like right before the solo start and Chris was like, I thought I was gonna have to play the solo. Dude, every time every time before we start, uh It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC, DC, I, I ask you guys religiously, Hey, you ready? Hey, you ready? And I'm always and ready. And you said, Yep, bagpipes into ecstasy. I said, Yep. And I'm like, Okay, start and, the tape, let's go. And I'm always ready, except for the one time where I wasn't. I was like, You gotta be kidding me. Where 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 could you possibly be? Well, Keep in mind our dressing room was in- Across the street, down the stairs, through a hallway. <laughs> The county probation office that was attached to the county jail in Auburn, Indiana. Yeah, and the bathroom is like a <laughs> mile away. So so I had to, you know, I had to get my cardio in before the show. I didn't anticipate see, I didn't factor it in when I normally go to get change. I'm about, you know, fifty feet away from the stage and then I come mm-hmm. back to the stage. This time I didn't factor You're not ready to play those stadiums where there's like a mile walk. That's what, what I'm saying. I room. didn't factor in my mile walk back to the stage where I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Now, you know why bands have golf carts backstage to take them from the dressing room to the back of the stage at, you know, like U.S. Bank Stadium? Right, exactly. You needed you needed, a, you needed one of those easy-go golf carts. You know what? We were only headlining a fair, you know. There was a big, you know, it was a big deal going on there, and they had plenty. I blame the promoter. Where's our golf cart? They had plenty of golf carts. You just didn't have one. You know, the wedding I went to the next night, they had golf carts that shuttled people around. Where was my golf cart in Indiana? We gotta add that to the rider. We do need to add it. Updated rider. We need to make sure we have golf carts. Maybe even a side by side if we're in the Ozarks again. That's true. Oh, those are good times. Oh, that was amazing. Ozarks was fun. What's it like getting on stage halfway through the song, <laughs> just in time for the solo? Does that throw you off, or you're just like, I'm on autopilot. I got this. By the time I came running up the ramp to figure on the out side, where the song was, I, yeah. I was already so. Bill was standing stage right on on. Pizzle and Chris's mm-hmm. side, and mm-hmm. he was holding my guitar, you know, I had my wireless and all that stuff, and throws it on, and I go running across the back of the stage to run up onto my side of the stage that big old ramp that was there, and I'm listening to where you guys are, and I'm like, alright, rolling the volume up, getting ready to go, and <laughs> as soon as I'm running up the ramp, I was already like, alright, I, I know where I'm going here, so... but In about it, 10 seconds was into the solo. And right into the solo, I had to throw the wand and all that shit, and it's funny because... The few people that I had talked to, because obviously I am not a big, you know, go out and talk to people person, but I talked to a few people after the show and they're like, oh, we just thought that was part you're, of it. You're a podcast host. How do you not talk to people? Well, I'm a podcast host and I also tour around the world and I have to talk to people all the time, but, and, <laughs> and I do a job where I talk to people, but yet for some reason, that's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking. But in, anyways, they thought it was part of the show. They're like, "Oh, we thought that you were coming up during the solo to make like some grand entrance." I'm like, "Trust me, my ego is not that big to where I need to like steal the show running up on stage during the solo." They're like, "Oh, he was late. It's just part of their cunning stunts kind of deal." Yeah, yeah. I I was like, the "House lights are flickering." I told him I was like, "Hey, I was just getting <laughs> the my... monitors are smoking." Yep, I was just getting my cardio and just trying to get those steps in. It was a good show. Auburn, Indiana, just outside Fort Wayne perfect night perfect weather it was perfect really nice. sound yeah and the sound was huge there it was really Big good video screen behind me uh good sound line array monitors were louder than i ever needed them and we were tight yeah no we played really well and that's what's a bummer is we've over the course of the last few shows we've played i feel like we've really knocked our rust off and really gotten into it and now we're into our getting into our holiday season where we're gonna be taking a little time off and kinda of bummed off, man. I wanna I wanna get back to playing more shows and And then you went to a wedding and Nico from Albuquerque you can listen to him on a modern podcast for all it's called It's Electric in Albuquerque took over for you in Cincinnati. Uh job well done dude. Yeah, I watched uh, some of the live videos when I was actually at the wedding. Where you're like, this is weird. I that's that's what Amanda said. She was like You were watching his Facebook live? Yeah, while we were at the wedding and Amanda's like, this is so weird. She's like, I'm watching your band, but you're standing next to me right now. <laughs> Sitting right here, wearing a suit, babysitting the kids. Yeah, literally. Yeah, drinking margaritas. Nico, thanks again for uh for filling in, man. He yes, flew all the way from you. Albuquerque to Cincy and dude, we we rocked. Franklin, Ohio. It looked like it was a it was a good crowd. Interesting setup. I I saw the videos that We're on our Facebook page. You guys got a little behind-the-scenes tour. Of course, all the cool shit happens when I'm not there. Before I forget, I had the honor and the pleasure of meeting Mr. and Mrs. Seth Magnetic. That's right. They did come to the show. Dude. To the Magnetics, I am sorry that I was not there to meet you in person. I really wish I could have been. Dude, ecstasy. I run out, do the whole Lars thing where I stand on the floor, Tom, and put my drink up, you know? Yep. We go right into creeping death. We're no more than ten seconds into creep. Yep. It's just that perfect person in the front row I like I lock eyes with. I'm like, holy shit, that's Seth Magnetic <laughs> <laughs> And then I look down the set list and I'm like, and we're not playing one song off of Magnetic tonight. <laughs> Sorry, no cyanide. <laughs> No cyanide no day but uh, the magnetics were rocking out full force right uh, right in front of Pizzle. It was cool. Great people. They drove 3 hours to see us, dude. That's crazy. And I wasn't even there. Oh. I know. I was could... like, "Where's Jeff at? We need a photo." I know, would have come around full circle. Not only would it've been a great band moment, you know, but a great podcast moment as well. So again, I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you guys. Hopefully next time we are that way, I will be awesome, there. I'm dude. sure I will be. It was one of those entertainment centers where it's a bowling alley slash restaurant slash like volleyball courts out in the back. Yeah, it looked like it was a big venue in the back. Big stage. And then where everyone was watching us, they were actually standing in the sand of the volleyball pits. It was that was kind of a first. Hmm. Hmm. Looked like there was like VIP on the side, too, because I from the video I saw, it, it looked like there was like the general admission. And then there was like people sitting like on the sides, too. Was that just between you? Just between you and I, it was VIP, but it you really didn't get anything for that. You got a yeah, table. You got a seat. <laughs> you got a <laughs> table in a nine dollar beer. Yeah, here, pay an extra twenty dollars so you can sit on a bar stool. That's about what it was. <laughs> great people, though. great show. It was a It was a fun weekend. Nico, thanks again, dude. Yeah, I always appreciate when I can get someone that you know wants to show me up. No, I'm just kidding. And he has curly hair. He was wearing the Kirk Marshall amplification shirt. Yeah, and I noticed he was wearing... Uh, High tops. The jacket he was wearing was, uh, I think it's a replica of Rocky's jacket from Rocky yes. 1 with a tiger on the back. That's exactly what it was. I said, are you going to wear that the whole show? He goes, oh, fuck yeah, bro. I'm like, "You're going okay. You're going to sweat <laughs> so bad. You are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Nico pours so much energy and thrashes around for all two hours. You could ring him out at the end of the show. Oh, absolutely. You know what? He goes fucking berserk up there. And when I was first playing with this band, I headbanged like that like crazy, and now it's been almost a decade. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to relax a little bit. I'll headbang during the heavy songs and walk around and look at Shane during the other ones. That's what happens when you get old. You can't do that every night. <laughs> I swear. When you play 50 shows a year, you can't do that. When Nico plays a little less than that, he's got the energy for it. Just a little bit less. And he was wearing like the 1985, 86 uh, Adidas high Oh, yeah. As far as the look goes. Straight up hammock. Dude, dude has the look down to it. He's got the look, the sound, the style. I mean, yep. he is a very, very good replica of the, the Kirk the hamster. Hammett. And he nailed the Sanitarium solo and intro, so we played Sanitarium again for the first time in a couple years, and it was amazing. Hey, I would love to have Sanitarium added to the set again. I get nervous when you play it. I trust Nico with it more. Yeah, we'll see about that. (laughs) We'll see about that. Throw it in the next show, and we'll see about that. (laughs) The next show for 2025? Hey, 26. Okay, deal. (laughs) We got pod kiss, pod kiss, podcast shit to do. Pod kiss? That's a good name for a kiss podcast, speaking of Gene Simmons. Pod kiss. Wow, that would actually, that would work. Maybe we should do a little spinoff. How you doing, people? <laughs> Didn't they just have a show recently? Last night in Tampa and they had to cut it short because of the weather hmm. well I suppose you didn't make it to that one I did not I haven't seen them in a while I have not seen them I've never I seen, take seen that them, back which is just terrible to even say when did tommy take over for ace 10 years ago he, like Sonic uh, yeah, Boom? yeah it was yeah 10 11 12 years ago something like that I've seen Tommy once, and I think that was Sonic Boom Tour, and that record was terrible. <laughs> and Shane's like, I saw Tommy, never went back. Dude, that dude can shred, No, those. I was going to say, Tommy's actually a really good guitar player. Do you know he was Ace's tech? No, I don't think I did know that. Is that not wild? That's... Hey, I'm your tech, and now I'm taking a- and over now I'm you. And <laughs> no <on you. laughs> now I'm <Right>. you. Now I'm you. How weird is that? Yeah, now I have your paycheck. Golf clap for Tommy Thayer. I mean, hey, Have that you, I mean, that's a step you up in our ace now. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's quite a step up in base pay. I love Kiss Live. I just I saw them too much in the 2000s. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, you know, I saw them too much and I know nothing changes with them live. You don't want to watch I remember talk, Gene I remember talking stumble. to uh when we were talking to Chuck Hoskins from Cincinnati, he mm. he said the same thing. It's been the same set list for twenty years. And you would think that they would change it up a little bit, but they know they don't have to. They can just go up and play what's muscle memory, right. what's autopilot, and make that you're either opening dollars. up with Detroit Rock or Love Gun, and you're closing with rock and roll all night, and everything in between is the same. It's exactly what you'd expect. Strutter, cold gin, Beth shouted out loud and Black diamond. Yeah, look it up. Hundred thousand years. Maybe tears are falling. Hotter than hell. Got a thunder. God of, yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> Firehouse. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We just named. We just listed this. I set. think we just named the entire set list. Yeah. Let me think of some more. You said bath. Yeah. Cold gin. I already said cold gin. Yep. Psycho circus. Yeah, psycho circus is usually in there. Yep. Maybe 2,000 Man. That would be one that if they did decide to vary it up every once in a while, that would be one of those songs. It's not like you go to a KISS show and go, oh man, I hope they play Into the Void tonight. Yeah. You literally- <laughs> <laughs> or Raise Your Glasses. <laughs> hey. You remember that song? I do remember that song, and that uh, it's not one of their best. No raise your glasses <laughs> hey i go to a kiss concert and i expect to hear crazy nights hear, you know i want to hear some asylum if they changed it yeah like 80s disco x and sex uh rock hard i would go more often if it was that kind of shit i wish that they would decide to do like it'd be cool if they did a tour where it's like one night on with the makeup one night off like the 80s and 90s without the makeup and playing that stuff <laughs> friday night Regular Kiss. Sunday night, like t- like, tonight, Yeah, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. They call it un- Unmasked. Unkissed. Un- <laughs> unmasked. Hey, I love Unmasked. There's some hey. great songs on that record. Friday night, Dressed to Kill. <laughs> Sunday night, Unmasked. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, you should be Kiss's tour promoter. Dude, their manager is still Doc McGee. That dude's got stories. Yeah, can you imagine how much money that guy is worth? Doc has been Kiss and Motley Crue's basically manager from early, early on. And he He did jail time. Yeah, I mean. Remember for drug trafficking? Yeah, I mean. I'm sure he was innocent. I was going to say, when you work for Motley Crue. (laughs) I'm sure he was innocent. (laughs) I swear, officer, I have no idea what it was. Oh, four grams? No, four pounds of cocaine. Yeah, four (laughs) kilos. I forget the story on that Google Doc Coyle like late eighties jail time. Doc Coil, or sorry, <laughs> sorry Doc, sorry Doc. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry, Doc. Oh, there's not we, we don't know a lot of Doc. Docs. Could, Doc could easily be listening to this since he's been a prior guest. I'm sorry, dude. Doc McGee. Uh, McGee walked away with a fifteen thousand dollar fine and a five year suspended prison term. Oh, suspended. Holy lucky. What year? Bon Jovi's manager convicted of smuggling yes. 40,000 pounds of marijuana. <laughs> so yeah, he's 40, he, He's pounds. Jovi's manager too. Dude, just Jovi, Motley, and Kiss. He's doing something right. Just those alone. 40,000 pounds. That's what it said, yeah. How much does your car weigh? <laughs> Oh, he was also Hootie and the Blowfish. He managed them, too. Ah, oh, that was one hit winner. doesn't count. Uh, let's see. Skid Row, Scorpions, Night Jesus. Ranger. What? Yeah. yeah he's... Does it have any more about the 40,000 info? Uh, Let's see. Let's pull it up. 27 years ago, Bon Jovi's manager convicted of smuggling 40,000 pounds of marijuana. Let's see. 19. That's just not a dime bag. No. No, that's. <laughs> That, that's a couple that's a couple of bags there. Dude. He says that admitting that Doc did in fact commit a crime and I realize the severity of his case, Bon Jovi argued that's a man with his knowledge and commitment to the music industry and can do so much good as a public servant. <laughs> wow. And after McGee walked away with a $15,000 fine and a five-year suspended prison term, he started giving back to the community by organizing the Moscow Music Peace Festival. Oh, I remember that Motley played that. Jovi played that. Yeah. Wow, forty thousand pounds. <laughs> I I'm kind of surprised it was weed, but I mean, yeah, I thought it'd be hard shit. I, yeah, 1988. You'd think it would have definitely been blow or something. But back then, that was that was big. Well, and weed was. I mean, not that it's not a big deal now, but like weed was a, huge back then. Yeah, well, it was a, like a like a big deal. Huge. Yeah, exactly. Like I I know it's still you know in the same category as certain other drugs that it shouldn't be in the same category as. But, yeah, back then it was like, oh, shit, you got weed? Like, you got some fucking drugs on you. Baby, let's put the X in sex. Make me be your private eye. Let's put the E in weed. Let's put the weed (laughs) in weed. (laughs) Dude, what's, what's like your, what's an average car way? 10,000 pounds dude not even a truck weighs 10,000 pounds eight nine thousand tesla doesn't even weigh that much and that's got a bunch of batteries not like 30 my car is heavy like 32 to 35 is pretty average for a mid-sized car let's say like a what like a taurus yeah probably 36 to 3,800 pounds for like a taurus depending on what year it is now think of 40,000 pounds of weed yeah and that's insane like where was that at? Where did he get caught? How, what yeah, did he what have was it he in? smuggling it in? Did he do? Did he have it like packed away 40, somewhere? Forty thousand. That's not like you got it in your suitcase going through the airport with forty thousand. He must have pulled the Cheech and Chong up in smoke, where the whole van was <laughs> made of weed. Where they, you know, they liquefied it and turned it into fiber weed. Yes, and they sp- I love that they sprayed the whole van, and the whole thing was just made of weed. Yeah dude when you're hanging out with jovi motley and kiss i i guess you have some money for a legal team and the judge says uh it's better if this guy works rather than do jail time yeah well like jovi said he uh, he can be a public servant positive public servant maybe the maybe the weed was slippery when wet (laughs) jovi just said no 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 (laughs) because my manager ain't going to jail (laughs) <laughs> Especially we in '88, this is when we got slippery when wet, and uh, Doctor Feelgood. Right, exactly. And he knows How fitting. he knows he's got keep the faith in the works, and it's only going to get bigger and better from there. Maybe when we have Bob Rock on, we could talk about Doc McGee. I bet he knows Doc. I bet you he does. And I I just want to hear Bob's stories from Feel Good Faith and Black album. Just that. Well, just time. Just period. think of Bob, dude. Jovi and Motley. I don't think Bob ever did anything with Kiss. No. He should have. No, yeah, he would have made you, him amazing. Could you imagine <laughs> Kiss with a Bob Rock mix? Holy fuck. Picture Psycho cycle circus, cycle circus with Rock mixing. Dude, any of their records. Produ- yeah, producing. Yeah. Any of their records. Amazing. Creatures of the Night. Well, that's a little early on, but like. Crazy, Creatures of the night, people. Crazy nights would have been one, or even like, um, oh yeah, that's true. What was what was the album that came crazy, out? Uh, crazy, 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 crazy nights. Revenge wasn't that the one that came out in ninety one or ninety two? That's the silver metal. That's one with one. unholy. I think that should unholy. Uh, I am the incubus. I lay the egg, I put in, the egg you. in you. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Rock should have produced that record. Fuck Metallica! We're starting a unmasked Kiss tribute band. We're gonna name it Pod Kiss. Pod Kiss. Yep. <laughs> you know how much easier it'd be to have a Kiss tribute without makeup or the instruments. I uh, I don't. If I was the if I was the lead guitar player, let's say one turned into you'd be Vinny Vincent, or I'd have to be Bruce Kulick. Fuck, that'd be way harder than playing Hammett. <laughs> that'd be tough. That'd be tough. Bruce is amazing. <laughs> Bruce, yeah, Bruce, Vinny. Mark Saint John, like those guys, aren't some easy guys to to play their shit. Dude, that'd be so fun. Real quick, funny thing: I uh, I got a message from last week's guest, Bob O'Rourke. He's our OG ratings bar setter, Bob O'Rourke. Yes, and he sends me a video. Must I don't know Bob to the rescue? I I don't know what record store he was at, but he goes to a record store, half price books, or wherever he was at. Find a copy of Kill 'Em All picks it up no turns it on the back and of course what's missing it's not the real album <laughs> oh evil and blitz dude and there was only 10 songs and he sends like the laughing emoji <laughs> and i'm like see i'm like that's wrong dude i'm like something's missing here what are the chances he goes in right after we talk about it and he finds that record there It was probably back to that same didn't you say it was at half price books and you found Kill 'Em all in the whore section yeah yeah <laughs> Yep, that must have been yeah, because it looked like there was some horror stuff around. Bob's like a Bob's like a woman. He likes shopping. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike shopping, but I don't like going. I like shopping online, it, it kind right. of, but I'm not even like a Bob's the ultimate shopper. Like he is always on the hunt for shit. I think he makes like weekly trips to record stores, fl- uh, flea markets. I think he does. He's one of those guys, and I give him credit. I just don't have the patience to sift through all that. Do you think shit. he does? Like, I think he does it a lot. Do you lot. think he does like swap meets? This is back when Bob looked like a woman. Back when he had one chin. Swap meets? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a flea market. Well, I mean, flea market swap meets. I mean, are, are are they considered the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. When we had him on, it was amazing. He remembered where his entire collection was bought and for how much. Dude, I don't even know where I... Right. I don't even remember where I bought my cell phone. I can't even remember what Sprint store I got it at. And that was a year ago. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's like, Shane, where'd you buy or'd you buy Hardwired? Uh, I, I think down in the valley. Might have been Best Buy. Fuck, I don't know. Shane, where'd you buy your Tesla? I don't know. Online? <laughs> that was in Orlando. <laughs> He's like, that I do remember. <laughs> It, technically, it was online. Oh, see exactly. <laughs> I don't it know the, uh, the internet. <laughs> that was that was a new experience for me. Buying that's a big purchase online without seeing it, a, right? And I, I'm that was a little scary. But I'm trying to tell that. the people around me because, like, my mom is considering buying a new car next year, and she's like, "Well, I'm not gonna buy a car." If I, if I can't see it first, I said, well, you could go test drive the same model and then buy one that's out of state or whatever, you know, cause Minnesota's tax is terrible. I'm like, this is the, this is the new age. I'm like buying a car online. I'm like, that's kind of the thing to do now. I'm like, I don't think it's that taboo. Dude, you know, in California, Carvana is like a vending machine. Yeah. It's literally like a vending machine that has cars in it and you just order your car and they send it to you. It's fucking bizarre, but I feel like that's the wave of the future. Well, they don't send it to you. They send it to like the vending machine, and then you go to the Carvana like vending machine, and the <laughs> machine spits it out for you when when everything's complete paperwork and finance wise. Swear to God, dude! I sometimes hate and love technology at the same time. <laughs> right? Because that's I mean, it's ingenious. Think about it; it really is. I was looking for a used Model S, and my old neighbor in Minneapolis is actually he's the service manager at the Eden Prairie. Oh yeah, that's right at Tesla uh, location. Yep. So after a year of looking for exactly what I want, he's like, dude, your your car right now is in Orlando. I found it online. You're not going to be able to see it. Even if it was here, you wouldn't be able to see it. You have to do all the purchasing stuff through online. Yeah, And I'm like, dude, for a car that's this price and, and this level of purchase mm. that is rolling the dice no it definitely after, is rolling the dice he told me you know 900 success stories out of 901 he's like you're not gonna have a problem he goes these are cars that are not <laughs> there's gonna be no issue they're certified good to go right well and that's the thing I'm is like, they go through okay, so many certifications now and if you if, it was brand new when i showed up i'm like this thing is more cherry than i thought it'd ever be it was that amazing right and i mean it is a little bit scary but i i feel like i don't know I, I, that's the wave of the future, and I think that I see it happening a lot more. We talk about Bob Rourke looking at Evo and Blitz, and we start talking about car vending machines. What next, dude? See, this is what – Season 6, Episode 1. I still like – this is like we're in Season 5. It's open season. You and I are just babbling because the whole Metallica family's busy tonight at Aftershock. I've been going a million miles an hour. You've been working. You've been at your cabin. you got 45 kids running around your house. <laughs> This was supposed to be a laid-back intro to Season 6, Episode 1, and I feel like we're just back in the open season. We are back in the open season, at least right now. Who knows, maybe some new rules and regulations will pop up for for Season 6 once we get guests on here, but hey, when it's just the two of us, we can shoot the shit and say whatever we want. We've got guests. It's been busy the last couple weeks. Louisville, you and I on tour, Uh, Aftershock, it's been go, 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 we've... We've got some some guests in the can. We just want them to come out at the right time. Pretty exciting for who we have the next couple of weeks. I'm excited to unveil the plans for the season. I think are pretty pretty cool. Yep, it? I think our listeners are going to be really excited. But before we wrap up our 51 minute intro to season six, we're not we're not wrapping up because I have a surprise for you. But I'll I'll let you continue. Okay, so not before we ra- jump in the fire trivia is back, and you are partaking tonight. I will partake. Uh, and okay. so we're not wrapping this up then, but I will partake. But before well, we got another four or five hours, then we'll go down to Pure Platinum. P- pure Platinum, yeah. Hey, look, I know it's Monday night and shit, right? But does anybody want to come drink down at Pure Platinum after the show? Is that a yes? We're just gonna play about another three or four hours, and then we'll go. Okay. You <sighs> <laughs> we gotta get back to our 20 week countdown back to our invoting for all because tonight i'm really excited Nine weeks dude nine weeks and we're finally moving out of the first five records do you have your list on your phone from when we started this i have it right there let's recap where we are from kill em all to right now all right, so starting these these are the rarest songs that we all want to hear in December at the Chase Center for the 40th anniversary. So starting at the top, Phantom versus Metal Militia, Jump in the Fire versus Pulling Teeth. Do you remember who won these? Ah, uh, fuck! I want to say I do. I, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure you you did. Militia won. I'm pretty sure. Anesthesia won. Pulling Teeth won. Fight versus Trap that was Fight Fire. Yeah, you fuckers. Yeah. Totally fucked me on that. Escape versus Cthulhu, wasn't it Cthulhu that one? Yes. Which again disappointed, but okay, whatever. Uh thing versus disposable. That was This is when Jeff says, do the right thing, people, and you and you don't. Yeah, I know. I'm like Paul Sandley. People! <laughs> do the right thing, people! <laughs> people of Tampa! <laughs> I'm rock hard. <laughs> um Let's see what was it? Podkiss. Podkiss. Leper versus damage. I'm pretty sure damage won that one. That's fine with me. I mean, that's fine with me too. I mean, I was I was, I was fine with either one, honestly. Mm-hmm. I versus straw. Very disappointed in that yeah, one. Yeah, I was I was a little disappointed. That was Sam Gray week, and he went with straw. And I was hoping fucking Dallas people. Yeah, I know how them, how them Cowboys doing. Um, <laughs> Frayed versus <laughs> dyers. I was disappointed. I, I was in that disappointed as well. in that one too. Yeah, because Dyer's the Kirk won Solo them. won. Yeah, which that's fine, but I was a little disappointed. I want to see Frey. I, I want to see Frey, people. I do too. They did not do the right thing. Nope, they didn't. Uh, Tread versus Wolf. Uh, that one, I was not disappointed in. Got any wolves out there? Yep, that was fine with me. Yeah, that's solid. God they could be playing that right now as we speak. They could be. God versus Misery. Just, uh, I. That was the battle of the bases. That was the bases. Misery won which I was hoping God would win, but I'm okay. Again, I'm okay with either one of those ones, so there's no complaints with that one. So now as we move into the load era, this is where things get a little bit sticky and slimy. Dude, I can't believe we're already at this. Nine weeks to go. It seems like 20 weeks to go last week. This is crazy. 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 How's the water? Accelerating. I'm in deep. I'm in deep. And I dive. I dive. (laughs) All right. So in voting for all, here we go. 2,200 units nationwide. (laughs) (laughs) And my airlines. (laughs) (laughs) This is highly confidential. I thought you were going to say that you were in the CIA. No, 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 no. Used to be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was. Yeah, I was.
0: (laughs) All right, are you ready for Load in Voting for All? In Voting for All, week nine, we are picking between two of the rare tracks that we want to hear in December at the Chase Center for the 40th. Drum roll, please. Real quick, we know that Load and Reload have a lot of very rare tracks, so I didn't get as rare to the point where it would be songs that we just know for sure they're not going to play. I pick don't say there's fucking sleeps and king on here. I picked songs that I thought that they might actually have potential that are still more rare than king and sleeps. Okay, good. You had to be worried there for a bit. Don't worry. We're we're still in good shape. I was almost as worried where you were not on stage during bread fan in Fort in Indiana. I was worried that that night. That too. was my anxiety level. <laughs> That's we sounded really thin as a three-piece without you for those 40 y- seconds, by You the guys way. can't be Green Day when you're playing Metallica. <laughs> and by the way, since I, since most of my monitor mix is you, oh. I had almost nothing. <laughs> yeah, just, from bread from just nothing. All right, well, here. I had a little bit of Chris and the ambient of Pizzle, and I'm like, ooh, this is really thin. Real thin. <laughs> I hear a lot of hi-hat, though. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. I- that's what it sounds like. That's me. I have nobody else up here, so Jeff, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got The House That Jack oh. Built versus yes. 2 by 4 Yeah, oh, dude, those are, that's a great, that's a great, that might be your best, yeah. Right, it's rare, but it's not so rare where it's like, you know what I mean? That is good. Just, dude, you just made like a two by four house medley. I swear, let's create it <laughs> on the fly. Good thing we're recording this. That's going to be on the demo. Yep, the end podcast for all demo tape twenty twenty two. Two by four, two by four in house. I have to go back to my dream no more set list. Because the house that Jack built is on that set list. It was it was close for me at first, but then I really thought about it, and I second that. I'm going with the house that Jack built. So do the right thing, people. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice pick, Jeff. Yeah, do the right thing, people. You know what the right thing is, and if you don't, then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Find that cocksucker. Yeah, somebody find that cocksucker. I'm totally kidding. You guys pick whatever you want, but you know what the right choice is here. For the rest of Metallica's career, unfortunately, I don't see them ever playing The House at Jack Bill. Nope. Two by four has a chance, but a very thin chance. Yeah, but overall, I don't see either one of those ever being played. They probably forgot that they wrote those songs. Four times two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, two by four. Hey, can we play, dude? Can, I like that. I like that vote. That's, that's solid. Let's dude. play the 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 wood song. You know the wood plank song. Let's do. For it. some reason, when you said that, I just pictured Mama Fratelli walking that plank, walking the two by four. <laughs> I'm, ta- yeah. I'm talking two by four. <laughs> Axel Rose walking the plank. <laughs> We're gonna make a meme that combines Axl Rose, Mama Fratelli, oh. and the song Two by Four together. Now walk the plank. <laughs> You wiggles. In voting for all, voting opens early Thursday morning, closing late Thursday night with results on Friday. <laughs> Jeff and I are both going with the house that Jack built. I see 2x4 winning, winning this one, though. I do too, by, but... I don't I can't give a percentage, but I see two by four win. I agree. I think two by four will win, which I don't know how. I mean two by four is a good song, but house that jack built is really a good song. And when we make the graphic image for the Instagram poll, yep. I'm gonna try to get Axel Rose on the Goonies two x four plank. Yep. That's and that'll be The great. house that Jack built is gonna be highly disappointed and just be an old rusty house. Yeah, just find a piece <laughs> of shit house. Something that just looks terrible. A shed or like a bunch of Amish people building a barn. <laughs> the house that I, that Isaiah built. <laughs> the, the house that brother Hezekiah built. <laughs> the father you fall my body my temple. <laughs> Dude, house that Jack built. Think about that. It's, it's a track three. Think about that. Yeah. Sludgy. It is sludgy. Um, a talk box, and it's ac- we think it we think it's a talk box. We've talked about that before, and it's actually semi catchy for like a kind of a sludge it's a, song. It's a great song. It's it's a devil's dance. It's, it's, it's got a, this kind of like Alice in Chains vibe to it. But think of a track three. It's a thing that should not be. It's a devil dance. It's 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 there. Track three. Let's see. Broken, beaten, scarred. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh dude, before I forget, we got hate train mail. Oh, I like the Do you ch- remember this? I do remember now that you say that. I said fire up the train oh. choo choo. I forgot about this. Let me get it. What do we do before email? Think about that. Um pigeon messages. What do they send them? What are they called in prison? Sending a kite. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Ain't done a lot of chain gang time. <laughs> this comes from. Didn't even give a last name. Maybe he's scared. Well, I Roger, mean, Roger. Roger They know that we we call him out on the air. So I mean, I'd be scared too. What's it called when you have a little profile picture associated with your email address? You know what I mean. Like that little, the little icon. Yeah. Yep. The the circle picture. Yeah. His is a blackened recordings logo for the record label. Ooh, for everybody wondering what I'm doing, I'm doing jazz hands right now. (laughs) Roger F. He doesn't even say where he's from. He's he's in stealth mode. Yeah, stealthy. Uh His name's probably not even Roger. I will read this verbatim. He is not a happy camper. Really, Jeff? Question mark saying that Disposable is the best song on Puppets, get out of here with that, dot, 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 delete that. Delete that. Delete that email. <laughs> He's not a Disposable fan, and that's your go-to on Puppets. Uh, yeah, you know, next to Sanitarium, yeah, Disposable would probably be my next go-to on Puppets. Roger F. What do you think his last name is with F? Fuck off. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, Roger. I'm totally kidding. a ki- little bit more kind than of that wow i that was rough. i was totally kid- well i mean he came at me i'm gonna first. say federer Ro- roger federer the, the isn't that the, the tennis, tennis player? player yeah i'm just gonna say roger federer emailed us and he does not like disposable kilos. i'm totally messing that, with- that could go viral i'm totally messing with him i appreciate your opinion roger i would actually like if you would email us back and you tell me what you think is the best song off of master of puppets just come on the show. Come on the show, absolutely. And tell us about your tennis skills and career. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing against the guy. Like I said, I encourage hate mail. I have to play into it a little bit and act like I'm a little butthurt, but I'm not. I'm not. It's all good. I. It's not like I said that, you know, Orion was the song that should not be. <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about Dino Douche in Chicago. I wonder how many times he has listened to episodes and gone out. He listens every week. And then He goes, I to he goes God damn it, there they go again. Roger, thanks for the hate train. Thank you. And Podcast for All for all your hates, wishes, dreams. And to simply come on the show, we're kicking off season six. Uh in the Fire is back by popular demand. We've we have a lot of demands through and Podcast for All at Gmail.com and I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. Tonight, well, that's Jeff. fine. I don't know if you talked to my manager earlier, but I'm only <laughs> I only have time for one jump in the fire question, and then we must move on. Oh no! Oh no! There better not be there, there better it, not be like five or ten of them. There's fourteen. I'm fucking done. I'm signing off nope. right now. Nope. there's fourteen because I am gonna I'm gonna spit out certain track numbers on load, and you're gonna tell me which song they are. And, and then we're going to take a percentage. And there's fourteen of them. How do you not know there's fourteen songs on load? No. Oh, I thought you. And put your phone down. I thought that you meant that you were going to do like fourteen different questions, not just. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out a number, and we are in the "Load Semen and Blood" album tonight, and you're gonna say, "Oh, that's such and such." No, I'm not gonna do so good. I might get like one. I'm just kidding. I'll do better than everyone thinks. I'm going to keep track here, okay? Fuck. All right. Jump in the fire. You, the co-host, see how many track numbers you can list. And I'm not going to give you lightning or puppets because everyone knows that shit. Hey, that's fine. Saying anger, I would have been great. Track seven. Oh, that one's easy. That's bleeding me. Nice. the, The hits I'll do well with. Once we get into the the odd ones. (laughs) Track one. Ain't my bitch. Track five. Uh, I always get it confused if it's king or hero. Is it king first or hero first? Uh, I don't know, Jeffrey. I'm going to have to go with my gut here. Uh, I'm going to go with (laughs) king for that one. I think king is before hero if I remember correctly. You are correct. Yes. All right. Well, then I know what number six is, because <laughs> I know they're right next to each other. Track six. Hero of the day. Track four. Uh, oh, that's the ballad. That, that's until it sleeps. Duh. <laughs> the ballad. <laughs> Fretless bass is a ballad. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Track 11. Oh, fuck. Uh, big time jeopardy music here mama said nice yes. see I, 13 i'm certain fuck i was gonna say now i feel like i'm like pushed i'm like at my limit of like well come on use your this is what we call educated guesses based off of the record A lot of Jeff Winslow sounds. Yeah, I know. Right through the microphone. I didn't know you had so much air in you. <laughs> A lot of gasping. <laughs> or, sorry, exhaling. Before. Jeff prefers outlaw. to inhale, but he's exhaling. Duh. Ronnie's before Outlaw. Nice job. Good recovery. Don't have me do this on load because I will fail so bad. Or, I mean, reload. <laughs> Track three. Well, that's House that Jack Built. I know that because we just talked about it in the Invoting for All. Track two. Two by four. Fourteen. The Outlaw. Uh, now i got to start thinking about what I've said. Eight. Uh, poor Twisted Me. Uh. Uh. Fuck. So close. Oh, I thought you I thought you were gonna bat a thousand. What's, what's up? Cure. Nicely done. Nice recovery. Fuck. Track nine. Is that one bore twisted me or is that wasting my hate? Fuck. See, I told you it's these middle ones where I get fucked up on. It gets a little gray there. I have to think about these. Uh Wasting my So you're going you're going with cure for eight Eight, and then wasting my hate and then poor twist. There. And Ah oh, did is it is it the other way around? Fuck What's that? <laughs> I got eleven. Hold on, we're not done yet. One, two, three. No, that's it. that's all of them. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm missing one. Uh what am I missing here? Oh I know what song we're missing. Why can't I think of what try I... Oh twelve. Oh, twelve. That'd be Thorn Within. I was gonna say I ca- can't remember what song it, what song number it is, but I remember that we didn't say that song yet. Thorn, pretty damn good. So was that eleven out of fourteen? Did you get the Cure right or wrong? I got it. Well, I the first answer was wrong, so I count that as a... okay. You missed three. Damn it! Eleven for fourteen. Yeah. Seventy nine percent. Fuck! Not even a C plus. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck! Fail. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. A C plus. A C- <laughs> oh man, Ralphie. Now you know, the, you know I I will that cure poor twisted wasting area gets a little. Gray. That's where it's like I I know those I knew you'd get side. I a. know those I knew you'd crush side I a. knew those three songs were all by each other. I just right for some reason in my mind I'm like fuck I can't remember exactly which one. Comes next. Next week, I'll be next week. I'll be ready for you. Yeah, you get lo- you get reload next week. Oof, I have to do some. Study I was gonna on. say I think I would even have to do some studying on reload. I feel like reload, load. Okay, track one. uh Where the wild things are. Yeah, where the wild. <laughs> load, reload, and hardwired would be tough for me. Saint Anger side B gets a little gray S- for me too. Not gonna Saint lie. Saint Anger would be easy, but. When I sit here and think about it, yeah, I know it. But when you're when you're in the hot, exactly. Seat, that's the thing, little, like there's a little gray. Area I feel there. like if I would have like known ahead of time, well, that, that sounds stupid because then I could have looked at it. But right, yeah, exactly. It's like the moment you get put on the spot, you're like, oh fuck! Now then your brain just starts going like right now, unnamed and sweet amber. I'm fifty like, fifty. If those are forward or back, <laughs> well, I'm, a C plus a C plus. I know. <laughs> Jeff, you'll shoot your eye out. There's, there's icicles in Minnesota for me. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Dude, it's eleven thirty, ten thirty. It's nine thirty on aftershock. They're about ready to wrap up. It, it ends. Does, does it end at ten? Yeah, they, they went on early tonight, Sunday night curfew. Oh, I suppose. I wanna I want to see how they're playing struggle for the second time. You should. checking that was like me. On ESPN last night, refreshing, getting the updates for the t- Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight. <laughs> I just kept hitting refresh, just trying to get all the live updates round by round. Guess where I was last night with no hotel available. Where was that? Vegas. Huh, I wonder why there was no hotels right. available. Where was the fight at? MGM? I think it was MGM, yeah. Fury knocked, well, okay. TKO'd Deontay in the, ele- I saw that. In the 11th round. I knew it. Me and Amanda bet money on it, and she thought that Deontay Wilder was going to win. I said, I will bet you $10 right now that he gets knocked out. Nice. Collected my money. So I had to leave Sacramento yesterday. We flew a football team from Sacro to uh, it was the University of Utah. Yeah. So a quick 29-minute flight to reposition the airplane from Utah down to Vegas early this morning. Yep. Uh, we get to our hotel where we think we're staying. No rooms. And the reception desk looks at me like, you idiot, you're in Vegas. It's a fight weekend, and the Bears are in town playing the Raiders tomorrow at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, so like two of the biggest events that could be happening are happening 24 hours apart. Huge fight of the year in Raiders, all within 24 hours, and here I am with my airline crew with no rooms at 2 in the morning. Not a happy camper. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yep, fight Raiders. Yep, we're fucked. Yeah, as soon as you hear fight and football game, it's like, yep, well, that's nothing's happening here now. So where'd you end up then? Tropicana. Really? That place <laughs> is not too great anymore. I mean... <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> it was always kind of... That place is old and dusty. Oh, yeah, Tropicana is very... Like, it's very... Outdated. That's like one of the originals. It's like Circus Circus. yeah not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, dude, Circus I is... have stayed at Circus. We have stayed at Circus, and I, I... Oh, that's rough. I would say when I stayed at Trump Tower, that was a little bit of an upgrade. I've also stayed at... Trump Tower is a little bit better than circus, circus. I've also stayed at the Bellagio, too, with a view right out to the fountain. That uh, that might top them all. That might top them, but I'm looking... Tropicana felt like I was in an old Best Western Express. I swear, because every time we walked by Tropicana on the strip, I kept, I kept telling the man, I'm like... Look at that! I'm like that. Looks just Dirt. old and outdated. Like that's what you'd see in the yep. fucking late '80s, early old. '90s movies of like them driving up and down the Strip. <laughs> yeah, like when you watch Vegas Vacation. Swear, yeah, it, it's it's Kitty Corner from New York, New York, and across from the Excalibur, which is about 400 years old as well. Excalibur is old too, but it it just because of what it looks like on the outside, I think it's able to. But that's how I felt when I when you go into like the Luxor. Like you go inside, like you see it from the outside like oh, it's this pyramid, it looks fucking awesome. You can see it from space. And then you go inside and it looks like a fucking jail. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that till you just said Dude, that. Dude, Luxor? It's like, "Oh, welcome to cell block C. I swear the Luxor is the most depressing <laughs> casino hotel inside that I've ever seen. Looks great from the outside. <laughs> Outside, badass. Inside, just not so terrible. Much. But now I know. Now I see what you mean about cell blocks. Next time you're there, and in- tell me the Excalibur doesn't remind you of Mario Brothers. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Dun Luigi, and you see, just like a little Italian man, fucking hopping from from castle to castle. That's that's exactly what trying to save Peach. Every piece of architecture in that hotel is straight up Mario. It really is. It's like. Where's Toad and Princess at? Oh, man. I love Vegas. That's what I love about it is like, you have everything from I like... I do until it's 2 in the morning and I don't have a reservation and there's not a room to be <laughs> no found rooms. in town. Should have just gone on down to the gold tower, dude. You would have been set. The polo grounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, season 6, episode 1. I'm excited for the next, God, 3 or 4 weeks. Some amazing guests coming up. If you want to be on the show, tell your Metallica story and podcast for all at gmail.com. Jeff has an amazing and voting for all. Go to Instagram. Vote for the house that Jack built versus two by four. And spread. Walk the plank. Spread the word. Axel Fratelli. Of our Instagram, our Facebook. Any engagement that we get is always good. And go leave us a seven-star rating. Seven-star rating. Leave us the best rating that we can get, that you can give. We love it all. Even send in your hate train mail as well. We love it. Just like Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Frantic tick-tock tick, tick of worry. And that's how we end it with everyone's favorite song. But it wasn't the hi-hat, the snare intro. It was snare right into hat. That's, that's right. kind of weird. Oh, and in the middle where it's... Dun, dun, hey, yep. dun, dun, hey, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Lars extended that another four times and the band got lost but they recovered nicely so you got like eight dun dun of oh, the haze, haze. yeah it was I was gonna say I'm cool. sure the crowd got into it when you YouTube it you'll see it and after the song Lars does that dun dun thing again to make fun yep. of it and James goes yeah you can never play that part too many times <laughs> <laughs> good to see you man yeah, it's good to see you too and hopefully that uh, you know we won't go too long without playing shows but hey at least we can see each other every week on the good old Riverside.fm. podcast for all. Back to the normal show next week with you, the diehard Metallica fan. I'm going to bed after I was without a hotel room last night, so I'm out. Yeah, sleeping on the plane probably wasn't fun. No, I'm just it was a long day from Vegas to Minneapolis to Southwest Florida. See, you're still thinking in Minneapolis terms. I'm sober drunk. <laughs> Wow, episode one of season six in the books. That's crazy, season six, man. Episode drunk, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's the name of this one. And check out our new show called Podkiss. Podkiss, coming at you live in 2424. Good luck finding it, but go look for it right now. (laughs) Yeah, type in Podkiss and see what happens. (laughs) In Google, Google Images. Probably bring you to Pornhub. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, man, we'll see you soon. We'll talk to you. Later, dude. Later.